0: Do it live, fucking thing sucks!
2: I have nothing to do with Russia, folks. Okay. The mother
0: of all bombs. You! not? You, don't don't you don't don't. people
2: are captured. He's a crisis actor. Oh, uh, look at my African American over yeah. here.
0: Another deadly day on the Gaza border. I got the bitch. Why? John Podesta rigged the poem Charcoal are not allowed here. What's
2: next?
3: Requiring a license to make toast in your own damn toaster? Hell no. You got to see this guy. Oh, uh, I don't know what I said. Ah, uh, I don't remember. He would be much happier at home with a husband. Spend been 400 years? That's not like a choice. To and children, i want
2: to build a wall. motherfucking we'll Are you African-American? I don't know what you're implying. And what is a Bing, bing,
1: bong,
2: bong, bing, 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 I'm This is The Worst Possible
3: Timeline with Eric Wilson and Patrick Kindling. Oh, you're ready to begin. Yes. You're you are a uh, on-air professional now. It's taken I'm, a long time, but I'd say that we're we've both reached the the level. You're a bit. You're Howard Stern. Yeah, uh,
1: yes, yeah, yes. You're Robin.
3: I'm Opie. Oh, okay, you're 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 Gr- Opie. Uh, you're Greg Opie Hughes. These are totally lost. Opie, I think, is lost on
1: anybody under thirty. Probably. I mean. Uh, um, Anthony Cumia has managed to stay kind of relevant. Opie's he's 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 gone.
3: If you're like a if you're a Long Island cop with some uncharitable racial views towards, you know, like some some uh, uncharitable racial views. So like
1: a racist. (sighs) (laughs) Let's just be clear about what we're talking about. uh, (laughs) uh,
3: You know, Eric, the the language is changing so quickly, it's hard to keep up.
1: Yeah, yeah, you got to stay academic with it. Greetings from Evergreen Podcasts. We're rolling out a listener survey and we want to hear from you. The information in the survey will help us gather statistics and in turn make our shows more appealing to advertisers. I know most people don't like ads, but this is one of the only ways our shows make money and help keep their lights on.
3: Uh, everybody this is worst possible
1: timeline i'm patrick i'm eric what's up everyone in radio land
3: i don't know that's where they're we're broadcasting march- they're, from they're marching they're marching through, through the podcast world taking eric. everybody out every every is that what's happening what's happening should i be scared uh callen got some sex allegations against him today i don't know who that is brian callen um He's uh, he's on Before we before we go just
1: just real quick, you know, not that we're beholden to any audience and not that we're uh, not that we're the type of people that would ever, you know, um, do crowdsourcing or do uh, uh, focus groups or anything like that. I just want to mention before we go on with the episode,
3: people are getting a little tired of the cancel culture stuff. Yeah. Well, what can I do? Tell them to change the culture because there's nothing else <laughs> to talk about. This is literally all that happens. Yeah.
1: Which is weird, right? Because I feel like there should be there's there's more important things that maybe should be talked about. But yeah, but that's, right?
3: that's why this shit rains, because nobody wants. Listen, we had that like two weeks where people pretended to cl- care about climate change and then realized it's a totally unfixable thing and we're all fucked. And then they were like, "Oh, oh, oh, what else we got? Um, what about Brian Callen?" Brian
1: Callen. Well, here's the thing, right? Because there are there are people out there, right? That um, you know, a lot of times I see when people start talking about the cancel culture stuff, I see what I see is is this really the thing that we should be focusing on right now? And the answer is no. But no. people like. Eric Wilson and Patrick Kinlan are not are not at all in any way, shape, or form uh, qualified to really speak uh, on much else other than that. To be honest, is that fair?
3: Well, we're not climate scientists yet, but w- what I will say is, <clears throat> hey, this this podcast generally addresses whatever's going on in the news, yeah. and there's no there's no getting around it. This is like, I'm sick of it. I think all the podcasts that I listen to, all the media I consume is fixated on this bullshit. It's tired as fuck, but we just got to wait for it to spin out. You know what I mean? Like basically like it's, we're all going to talk about it until everybody's sick of it. And then God willing, there will be a nuclear war. God willing. No, but here's the thing. I, I
1: don't think it's ever going to spin out. I don't think it's building towards anything. I don't think it's it's petering itself out just because people are tired. I think it's just something. It's just a psyop, right? It's just something that whenever the news of the day comes out, it's somehow we find, like, it's like a maze. And, like, and, and we enter a maze and, and people go down the path that always leads to this. We're always, like, ending up in a whirlpool of, of going back to this. And it's like, I don't know that it'll ever get, worse quote unquote in terms of like repercussions for the people who are being canceled. Um, you know, I don't know that it'll get better because people love it too much. It's the only power that Twitter people have.
3: Yeah, that's exactly right. So, Mm.
1: so like given that they'll never let go of it, you know what I mean? Um, yeah,
3: I mean, the thing that would change it is if Twitter became a pay service and then, then this culture would go away in two weeks, but you gotta go to Gab. Yeah, we gotta go. I mean, I'm already there, my dude. Yeah. But uh, I'm running my own ethno state at a gap. I uh, mean, I
1: mean, that's really we talked about it recently. Like these social media websites should kind of have a shelf life, and Twitter, I feel like, should be done. Like, I feel like we should throw Twitter in the garbage, or yeah. they should make themselves obsolete some way, and then a new one can crop up, and we can figure out how to, you know, use that, and eventually all hate each other again.
3: Yeah, 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 yeah. I think that's you know, probably right. It, it, Twitter's definitely overstated. It's welcome. For uh, sure. I, I thought I saw a brief window where people were like, oh man, I am spent on race and rape, and just give me some goofy shit. That was like three days last week. People were just like, oh, no, no, listen, listen, listen. We'll get back. We'll get back to the other stuff. Just give me, just give me, uh, feed me something that reminds me of, uh, uh, of, uh, you know, uh, notice me, Senpai, uh, d- d- meme, just meme me. Give me that boy.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, I don't think we go back there until by Bi- until at least Biden is president if he becomes president.
3: Yeah, I don't think he does. You don't think uh, so.
1: It's, it's, it's weird. I, I don't know. It's to me, it's up in the air. I think it's, it's if we want to get political for a minute before we talk about Kevin Callen or whoever, um, Cab,
3: Cab Calloway is who will be he was canceled yeah. this week.
1: Yeah. Um, we're digging him up and we're going to throw him off the Verrazano Bridge. Um, I'm destroying
3: all the monuments to him.
1: Yeah. <laughs> there probably is one. I bet you yeah, there one. probably is. There's Whatever town he's from. Yeah. Chubby him. He's ne- next to Chubby Checker. Um, no, look, the, the election. I, it kind of looks like Biden's going to win to me right now, but it really would not surprise me if Trump won. What's your take?
3: Yeah, that's exactly it. Is right now, Biden's the odds-on favorite. Um, but, I, and I no go on. I, go on. Go I personally don't think that the that that any um, uh, debates are going to matter. No, I, don't, I I don't think they matter at all. I think that Biden is proving proving full on that it does not matter what he says or does. It's just Trump and not Trump, and I think that uh, he could he could actually sit in the middle of the debate a- in a diaper yeah a- and speak gibberish and a caretaker could feed him applesauce, and it would not matter to the voters who just don't want trump I think so- I
1: think he should in the debate he should uh What was the thing that Andy Kaufman did? He just at his stand-up set. He just read from uh, like Great Expectations or something.
3: Yeah, I honestly think that he should take a Martin Lawrence set uh, from 1998 (laughs) and just do it verbatim.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. That that's uh, that that would be a surefire winner. That 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 would be it. Um, What do you think? I honestly, I think what could make or break him. I, okay, let me rephrase that because it's not make or break. I think what could continue to to be probable that he wins or break him is who he picks as a VP?
3: Oh, I don't think it matters at all.
1: You don't think so? No, I think it totally matters, dude. How many pe how many weirdos out there, like right now, like like Obama Trump voters, you know, the the people that voted for both, how many weirdos are like, mm, I'm gonna go Biden that would all of a sudden see like i don't know uh kamala harris as the vp go mm, i don't know about that like i think there's i no. think that dude exists
3: i think kamala harris is the perfect choice i think she
1: is too but i think like i just think it's 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 i think who he picks like if he picks warren like that's going to put a bad taste in so many's mouth and so many people's mouth
3: so it got leaked that it was going to be kamala harris the other day and obviously that proved to be maybe fake leaking um okay but uh, when it came up, I was discussing it with some people, and I'm a person who has no affection for Kamala Harris whatsoever. But I was saying that that's a perfect pick because it it's a very loud signal to uh, mostly white, but uh, but also just anybody that's like a like a Midwest mom of any stripe, and who doesn't uh, basically. The question has been Oh, will Biden make concessions to the far left? Right. No, <laughs> no, he's not. He's he knows that those people aren't coming out to vote for him. He's trying to secure the few swing voters that still exist or the few voters that you can motivate to come out to the polls that might not otherwise. And that's white women in pussy hats. And yo, if you can secure them, because I believe there's one state where they actually put Trump winning on white women. You know what I mean? So if you can secure them, you know, you're doing much better than if you're trying to get like a 17 and a half year old Antifa kid. you, you know well, what I mean? There's no but, doubt about that. There's no <laughs> doubt.
1: I mean the 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 Bernie shit, the, the the these primaries really proved that young people are totally fucking worthless. Um yeah, th- there's no doubt that they're not even even uh, someone at in their meetings goes. Well, what about the youth vote? And everyone looks and goes, "What are you a fucking idiot? Get out!" <laughs> exactly. So, so, so there, yeah, there's there's no doubt about that. But but I just I, I so it's interesting, right? Before COVID, before everything tanked, um, it was the position of me that. I thought Bernie was the choice. I thought he was the man. I was like, Biden is too weak. He's too middle of the road. No one actually wants this shit. We're moving backwards and people, you know, didn't vote for Hillary for a reason. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, after COVID, now, after all this, Biden was the obvious pick, man. Everyone just wants to go back to fucking normal.
3: Yeah, I think, listen, for anybody that is still on, I was talking to a neighbor the other day that was saying, you know, a lot of people said, they didn't vote or a lot of people said Hillary didn't win because when 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 people got into the polling uh or into the voting booth, they they just couldn't vote for a woman. And I was like, I I think that's it's not provably untrue, but I think it's I think a lot of it comes down to the fact that you presented a novelty candidate versus the worst candidate imaginable. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? So it's like, yo, know, people just hate Hillary Clinton. It is what it is. I'm not I don't even care one way or the other. Like, uh, but uh, why deny the natural fact that people just hate her goddamn face? I you can, I, I can recall
1: being probably, when did she become, was she, what was her deal in New York? Right. She, before she worked for Obama, was she like Senator of New York or something? Governor, Sen- governor, no Senator. I don't fucking know. Um, when she was running for Senator in New York, I can recall, uh, I was, I, I don't know how old I was. I was pretty young, but I remember seeing bumper stickers everywhere that just said, Go home, Hillary. People oh, don't yeah. fucking like her. People painted it on the side of their barns in upstate. Yeah, basically. Like it's, just, yeah, that's just what it is. I mean, look, uh, it's talking about, we haven't talked about the election in a while. It, and it's really, it's interesting how it's become so backseat to everything else. I really thought it was going to be the, I mean, everyone thought it was going to be the dominant thing of this year. But um, it, it, uh, Things are bad and scary, and typically in those situations you vote for the other guy. but you know as was with George Bush in 2004, sometimes that gives you confidence to 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 stay the course, although trump is he's really not handled things well, so I don't know
3: well also there's a lot of people who posit that what's going on in the northwest is is playing to Trump right could now. be. And I think there's a lot to that. That's why I also think that as much as I do not like Kamala Harris in any way, shape or form, that she's also a good pick because she's like a super fucking cop. Yeah. And people are, she's, uh, she's, she's Lufthansa. She's SS Harris. That's exactly right. Right. So there's a lot of people who just think that, or I guess it's not think uh, the majority of the country doesn't back, uh, uh, s- semi-peaceful, on 50 days of semi-semi-semi-peaceful protest, the majority of Americans just don't, they're not with it. And I'm not, that's not a judgment call on my part. It's just what polling data tells us, right? So as soon as something goes bad there, whatever that may be, and don't get me wrong, I think it could fully be a PSYOP, you know, it could fully be a false flag when it does happen, but when something goes bad there, you're going to have a bunch of people run into Trump's arms because he's the guy that says, yeah. I'm completely willing to throw people in the back of an unmarked Astrovan." Yeah. You know? So, um, you know, I think that it's an interesting thing like that, that there's a law of unintended consequences uh, doing what you believe to be right in the moment can have a long tail that results in a place that you don't like. And, uh, that might be what's happening. I think things have to get significantly worse on the on the law thing, on, on the protesters and violence. I, I think it has to get worse for people to run to Trump. I think right now it's playing more to Biden at the moment because, as yeah. you said, people, people just want no- normalcy. Um, well, the, the protest stuff seems to be like at least from the lame stream media,
1: it's like totally absent. Like you have to go digging for it. You have to like find it on Twitter to really find it. So like f- from the, the wonder Bread, like, you know, 57 year old dipshits in the middle of the country, they think, you know, they probably, unless they're watching Fox news, I don't know what goes on in Fox news. Maybe they're talking about it, but like, I don't even know that they know that the protests are still fucking happening.
3: Yeah. I, it's tough for me to say because I guess I get most of my news through things shared on Twitter. Right. <laughs> so, yeah, I
1: mean, so do I, I mean, the thing is like, th- there are people, there was some guy who was, who got in trouble actually. I don't know what he was canceled, I guess, because he, he, he brought up and I don't know how people got to look into this for themselves. So I'm absolving all responsibility for what I say right here, but it's, uh, something like there were some race riots way back when when MLK was was doing his thing and there was there was some some rioting oh, and yeah. and and this,
3: and, is, this and, is David Shore is his Yeah name. and
1: people blame those riots for tipping, you know, the election to Nixon back then.
3: Yeah, it's a 2% swing. So what right. he, he looked at it and said, listen, there's a two there's uh, it's two or three. It's a 2 or 3% swing on public opinion uh based on the nature of uh protest. So if a pro- if protests are peaceful, uh, generally people are indifferent. And if there is, and if protests are uh, violent or can be depicted as violent uh, or looting, et cetera, then it swings to uh, a, a a negative three, I think. Is that what it was? Or is it just any, I think it's, I think it's violent versus nonviolent. Um, but he was, yeah, he lost his job for sharing what anybody would say is relevant data if you are looking at the long term. Yeah. Like listen, it, it's it's up to you to look at data and say I can live with these consequences. I don't believe these consequences. It's up it's it's up to sure. you. Right. Yeah. but Of it's, course, yeah. But it's I mean, not like there's nothing inherently wrong with saying, "Hey, historically this has pushed in the near term to these events. It has pushed public sentiment away from uh, away from the, the movement that it is attempting to, to uh, further. So that's, that seems very relevant to me, but he was depicted as a thing that he's not and lost his job. Well, the thing is, yes, but you know, when it comes to,
1: when it comes to things like that, like how you, like you are saying, like how you read the data, you know, there's no one reason for why things happen. So like, if people took away from what he said was oh he's saying that nixon won because of martin luther king marches it's like no that may have played a a role it depends on how you look at it i guess or maybe it's not true but this is what's gleaned and it's and you know there's some logic to it which is why people believe it you know you can look for you can find a million there's a million reasons why one person gets elected and why one person doesn't you know there's a million reasons why things happen and there's no, you can't pin it on, you can't pin it on any one thing usually, but like I, it's, it's not a controversial thing. Like what, what the guy said about that. It's not controversial. I mean, it's like, it's very reasonable that you can glean that. And yeah, for him to be fired is insane. And we've talked at length about that, about cancel culture whatever. But, um,
3: you know, listen, listen, can I make a suggestion that might be some, I don't know, it, it might be irresponsible and you can stop me if it is okay. <clears throat> to uh, to our listeners who think that we talk about the dominant narrative that is so oppressive uh, and, and all encompassing that there is almost nothing else in the entire pop culture to discuss. Go shoot up a school so we can talk about something.
1: <laughs> don't shoot up schools. Um, it's yeah, I mean. But I don't know. See, that's the thing, right? Like, are we just, are we falling into the, the,
3: the PSYOP? Like, yes, <laughs> that's exactly what's happening, right? Yes. But what, I mean, what else can we discuss? Like, I mean, the entire, the entire, like, uh, I guess, chattering class, the, 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 the people that just posit shit all day, the people that we take information from and ridicule are all talking about the same dumb bullshit? It's so like it be- it's like the same like four things. Yeah, but it, but it's basically like the, uh, Twitter has become a monoculture of just the same bullshit over and over again. So it's almost impossible to find other topics. Like it, it, you and I would have to start talking about volcano sharks after a while. Mm. What's a volcano shark? They found in a underwater volcano, they found sharks swimming between the, uh, rising lava or magma or whatever the fuck it's called. Uh, basically sharks that are existing at incredibly high temperatures in, uh, oxygen deprived, uh, waters. Uh, it's just a miracle of evolution, I suppose. Uh, but, uh, you know, but that's the sort of shit that we but how much, how much can we riff on lava sharks? You know what I'm saying? Mm, yeah, like not much. It, it's like, Listen, to our listeners that want us to talk about something else, you know, strap on a bomb vest, (laughs) you know, uh, I guess probably is there schools? Schools aren't even open. I guess go to a daycare.
1: Yeah. I mean, no one's talking about the fact that there's no school shootings, right? I mean, that's a a win for Trump, right? He he stopped
3: school shootings. That's a plus for sure. There you go. I mean, not for us, but for for children.
1: Uh... I don't know. I, like, you know, what's interesting to think about, like the future, is like, how does anything? Yo, know, we're just gonna live in like this, like re um, the cyclical uh, news cycle of them trying to invent things as serious as what everything that's just happened in the last couple months. That's a fact because there's no way you can actually report straight news anymore. Like, it's not possible. Correct. Everything has to be like as sensational and like dire as humanly possible. And like we keep – people keep fucking – people keep taking the bait. It's crazy to me. Like did you see – there was probably a month ago where like there were all these articles going around. Like it was for a day or two where the same headline was passed around that was like, cases of bubonic plague discovered in china new 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 pandemic question mark and everyone shared it like oh my god we're all gonna die now the plague is back we're so useless yo does anyone remember that no right no none of our listeners remember that no Uh, one remembered but even the people that posted it don't fucking remember
3: oh for sure it it, listen uh, people this is gonna go down as as It's going to be evidence that being bored is brain poison. It's. I I keep saying this. Like we need to get back to work. I don't care what anybody says. I don't care. I true. I personally do not care if three hundred thousand people die the first day of work. I don't give a fuck if they all drop dead. If it's the fucking Thanos. If it's the snapping. I don't give a fuck because people are so unwell right now. I cannot. I feel like I'm living in a, in in an insane asylum. Like I, I, I I look around and nothing makes sense because people are behaving in ways that if they had any self-awareness two years from now, they would look at their behavior during this time. And it would be like when my mom was convinced that she had like seven babies in a row because there was a bunch of miscarriages and her, her uh, hormones were probably all out of whack. Her nutrition was out of whack. So, she built a bomb shelter out of books in the basement. And that's how these people are going to look back at this time in their lives when they say, oh, yeah, I canceled that taco guy because he was half white. Ah, I feel weird about that now. No, <laughs> no. But th- that that they'll never remember it. That's that's possible. That's possible. You
1: know? Like it, it never the taco guy that the, the people that get no one remembers until they like
3: resurface somehow, you know? Uh, I hope, I hope I, I know that you share this, but are too afraid to say it on occasion. I hope that they resurface when like Sanchez Bernstein, the the half Mexican guy that got canceled for being too white while he served tacos uh, from a food truck that he saved money for 10 years to buy. Uh, I hope that he shows up at his canceler's place uh, and delivers a UPS package and shoots them in the face. <laughs> See, you can't, you you can't
1: say that because if you say that and he does it, then we're in trouble. Oh, I don't care.
3: (laughs) I sincerely don't care. I hope the FedEx man drops by everybody who, everybody who out of boredom attempted to ruin somebody's life this month. It's,
1: yeah, I, I, I'm surprised that we haven't seen, you know, like a, a backlash to it. I'm surprised that like,
3: I think it's coming in, I think it's coming in the form of legal.
1: Yeah, but that's not spicy. You know what I mean? No one gives a shit because that's not that's abstract to people. I, I'm surprised we haven't seen like actual murder.
3: Uh, actual murder? Yes, I, I'm surprised too because not everybody is Johnny Depp. You know what I mean? Johnny right. Depp is ripping Amber Heard up on the stand, but he can do that because he can spend a hundred million on uh, on uh, representation if he chose to. Uh, same with the Covington kid, and our man, Sandman, uh, man, man. S- Sandman, uh, you know, people have estimated that he might, he might get 10 from each of these outlets. So at the end of the day, he might, he might finish this whole thing out with, with 50 before lawyers, after lawyers and taxes, he, he might hang on to, you know, 20, but why, tw- why do people choose to be this guy's accountant? Who cares? But I mean, 20 million. Here's the point, Eric, is I think that this sort of stuff is going to matter. I think that there's going to be outlets who are less uh, right now. They're all still taking the bait. They have to to compete with each other. But I think another Sandman just ends this conversation. I, th- I think another Sandman makes it too risky. To just go with with things that are provably untrue, <laughs> but what about
1: what about the fact of like these outlets, right? These these um, you know these places becoming, you know, the people that that dominate, you know, the newsrooms now are interested in some form of of, of social justice or or some form of you know it, these are the people now making editorial. Well, I shouldn't
3: say that; I, that makes me sound like fucking some right-wing loon. But- no, 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 it's true. Listen, it's true enough, though. People that, the vast majority of college-educated students in the United States uh, are at least somewhat left-leaning. They're not on the far left, but they're somewhat left-leaning. And particularly in media, uh, media and journalism, you see a a often starts-in-college path to sort of a, a, a left-wing sort of thing. It, it, w- listen, what the what the right wingers have been claiming for the last 5 years, they're not wrong. They're just assholes, so nobody likes to hear it.
1: Well, that's what I mean. I'm glad you said it the way you did because the way I was saying it was like, what about all these wokes fill in the newsroom now? They're in charge. Like, I don't want to be that guy.
3: No, listen, there's a, there's a there's a college to entry. there's a, okay, so here's the phenomenon that we're looking at. There is a privileged class attending uh, top universities, they also are privileged enough that they can, and they're being quote unquote indoctrinated. I don't care to use that language because I don't see it that way. I think that these are young people who are choosing their values based on what matters to them. And it's being reinforced by, right. by the professors who also share those values. I don't, I don't see it. I, I don't, I think indoctrination is like technically accurate, but not particularly helpful in this conversation. So, uh, And then those same privileged students are the ones who are able to do unpaid internships or low paying internships, because, again, they're not all of them, obviously, but a lot. And I think statistically a lot um, are able their parents are able to absorb that debt of sending their child to a uh, post college uh, unpaid or low paid internship where they're footing the bills for the child's uh, uh living expenses so what you have is a a young person with a specific set of views who is the most able to get the job that they are that they can then impose their views on i i don't think it's i i, I don't think it's uh, nefarious in the respect that it's planned you know it's just it's just a phenomenon and i think it's really it, it's silly to deny it because it's just it's provable. It's an obvious thing that's happening. <laughs> so I think, uh, I, think, I think the root of things, if
1: we want to drill on that, that point deeper is like, you know, these jobs have always been kind of taken by liberal left leaning people. Right. The idea of what it is to be left leaning or maybe even, I mean, I don't know. I, I would say I would, I would keep it strict to left leaning because liberalism gets shit on for some weird reason. But, um, what it is to be left wing has sort of changed, you know, and like how, like the beliefs and like the, 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 the way in which these people, you know what they their values, the left wing values in a way have changed. Right.
3: Well, At least we're for gonna,
1: this new crop of, of, of people.
3: We'll get some pushback from kind of the, uh, workers of the world. Uh, it, the, the, the people who are uh, democratic socialists who have read a book or two about labor in the United States and believe that they are part of a, uh, of a tradition. Um, but uh, they're not correct. <laughs> like it, like, there's almost no, so technology has changed and uh, made it so, the idea that the average quote unquote leftist in the United States is, uh, a, a, one of the workers of the world, as we've discussed, it's, uh, there's a lot of, uh, a a lot of labor rights activists who don't labor. And, uh, and in fact, I think that that's evident in how the entire conversation has pitched to, uh, to race, uh, because it's, as we've discussed, it's, It's much easier to talk about than than workers' rights. It's much easier to talk about than class. And uh, I think that this is really evident in Bernie. Bernie was pushing on some of these, uh, uh, you know, like uh, uh, minimum wage laws and and, and some of these things that are actually going to help workers. And people just sort of yada yada at him. They were yeah. like, okay, 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 okay. But what are you going to say about race? Yeah, you know, and it, it was like, you know, Bernie, Bernie's been pretty, pretty clear on who he is. Uh, how about the policy thing? You know what I mean? Can we listen to, can we, like, instead of the sloganeering, can we just hear the man's policy stuff? Like, is he able to make this make financial sense? Okay, oh, If he is, that'd be dope.
1: Yeah. I mean, yeah. Well, the thing is, the tragedy of Bernie Sanders was, I I think you said it once, but he really was the the intersection of like idealism and like practicality. And like he really like there was a really opportune moment for that to 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 be part of our dominant political structure. And it's gone and it sucks. And I think it's part of like I think that like in and of itself, maybe not bernie necessarily but the fact that we're like left with this like what is it called when you have a choice but you really have no choice i forget the term for that um you know being caught in the middle of trump and biden is like ugh, that's just depressing on on its face you know what i mean so it's it's ass it's like there's there's very little reason to be optimistic for the future and like there's no one offering any kind of like that's really addressing what people want to be addressed. And that, that that's the, that's the real sad part that we were all, you know, playing with our balls while Bernie was like, Hey, I'm talking about the important shit. Does anyone want to come, you know, anyone want to, you know, come on, maybe vote for me a little bit or, you know, whatever. And then no one did. And then now we're in a situation where Bernie Sanders would make a lot of fucking sense right now. But, uh, we're, we, the ship has sailed unless if he ran again in 2024, that would be fucking hilarious.
3: It would be. He'd be
1: 135. I <laughs> know his running mate would be Ginsburg.
3: It's it's like I I personally no longer care that it's not not a young person because I don't I don't, I don't trust shit. young people at all. After this, no, no, no. <laughs> like young people look fucking insane. Uh, there's too much clout chasing among young people. At least old people, I can understand the rationale, which is just self interest. More empower empower me through money, like that that resonates with me more than like. You know the fucking political aspirations of uh, of uh, the mayor of Portland. Yeah, you, you know, like it just it just makes more sense. It's not good, but it just makes more sense. So, yeah. so uh, I, I,
1: I don't I don't know what to make of the Portland thing. It's and especially how it relates back to the the protests and stuff. It's like I I don't I don't even know because oh, I've, okay. all right, listen. I've heard it from two. I've heard absolute chaos and these people are are crazy and they're, they're burning down the city. And then I've heard people be like, uh, this is pretty much localized between like three blocks of Portland.
3: So it is three blocks. So, okay. Let me tell you what I've learned from listening to both sides, quote unquote. Okay. Uh, and then what I believe to be an impartial person that, that is just, Squarely centrist in every respect. So, well, so that really that's not impartial depending on your perspective. Okay, so let's move forward. Uh, Every reasonable person agrees that while protests happen throughout the entire city, uh, marches do the sort of nightly assault on uh, these two federal buildings. Is, uh, that's all confined to what is essentially two blocks. And I don't even know if they're two square blocks. I think it's a a street. Um, so, uh, I was listening to somebody that went for three days and what they witnessed was hours and hours of protesters aggressively trying to break a fence and burn down a federal building. Before. Poli- uh, f- federal agents. And local law enforcement. Intervened. Now. Here's a problem. No matter how you feel about this. Three hours. Of. Tr- of doing what is. Pardon me everybody. Doing an illegal thing before police jump in is about as much understanding as you're going to get in the Western world. And I don't suggest that that's necessarily good, but I do suggest that it is our norm and that most Americans, if they knew that this was a circumstance, they would look at these protests through a different lens.
1: Yeah. Um, Well, well, that's, that's, I think you hit the nail on the head because it's like, first of all, break that, break down for a second the, the illegal thing that they're doing, uh, technically under the law, what they're doing is illegal. Our, I think I can speak for you when I say this, our view is that, you know, and we said this before that, you know, we would largely consider most forms of property damage to be peaceful protest, which is i think the view of the of the protesters or the you know the people doing this thing but
3: while we hold that view it is still technically illegal i actually so there was one case where where there was a person in the basement when they set fire uh to, to, to this uh to this one building um and that could have gone very very badly yes And I think that as I understand it, it was just somebody's mom that works in the building. (laughs) And if that's the case and that like, let's just let's do the whatever they call it, the counterfactuals here. Uh, So she lived, it's a non-event. It was underreported on. Let's say that she died inhaling smoke and then her corpse was burned beyond recognition. And let's say that she's the mother of two let's say that she is i don't even, i don't know what her background is let's say that she's a dominican lady who uh, you know she's got two kids and she's just trying to work and if she had burned to death i don't know if i, d- I don't know what protesters would think i know what the rest of america would think yeah you know so uh, it's there's these moments that i think are they're almost historical. We've dodged them so far, but they would change the narrative in such a full way that I, I don't understand that. I, I, I don't or I don't believe that people understand fully just how much of a knife edge narratives exist on, even if you pile them and pile them and you have mass media on your side, et cetera. Mass media is not actually your friend. I know that we keep saying that they're, they've been infiltrated or whatever, however, whatever Fox news language we want to use, but there's only so much they'll put up with too, because the person working in media wants to maintain their quality of life as well. They're not actually activists. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like no. they, they want to make 130 at least and be mad at billionaires, but they want to make that 130. And when the whole system is burning down, they're thinking about their 130. That's a, Mm. that's a, that's a, they might be socialists, but they're champagne socialists. Trust me. So there are these moments that things could change very quickly. Um, Regarding what's happening in in Portland, uh, it is, uh, you know, it's I'm a fan of occupation. I think it's I've gone on record. I think it's uh, the most effective form of protest in the Western world. Uh, I was proud to see that the connection that I had made uh, between Eamon Bundy and uh, the black lives matter protest was confirmed when Eamon Bundy made a statement this week in favor of black lives matter, (laughs) not by saying that he supported not by saying that he supported their aims particularly except for defund the police. And I think that this is a fascinating marriage of two ends of the spectrum. Fascinating because Eamon Bundy's whole thing is government, government, government needs to be smaller, particularly the people that would attempt to take away your rights need to be minimized. That is the police. And I think what's interesting is there are yes there are anarchists among those protesting and they claim to be uh many people claim to be anarchists but it feels like the average uh Black Lives Matter protester is informed or otherwise more of a socialist which is typically associated with with big government so they're calling for the uh, dismantling of the police and 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 filling those roles with with other to perhaps even more bureaucratic uh, 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 sort of uh, facilitators and then the Eamon Bundy is saying yeah 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 let's do this shit let's get rid of the police the police suck <laughs> they keep breaking up my my weird militia and. And he's saying, yeah, good. Because he, he said, I loved it. He said, anybody who thinks his exact language, he said, anybody who thinks that Black Lives Matter is more of a threat to your safety and your rights than the police has something wrong with their mind. And this is him talking to his audience of not even conservatives, right wingers, you know? Yeah. So I, I thought that that was fascinating because that's like, I mean it it's not doesn't make me the smartest guy on the earth but uh, I had said earlier when this started that like you know, I, I mean I'm in favor of both those people taking over land and occupying it until their the grievances are addressed whether or not they're resolved is a different sure. topic but um so I think it's, I think it's like uh, it's, it's it's
1: well a couple things just then back to your point like a minute ago like we are I have to be careful about saying this right we're lucky in a way, or or the protesters, the movement, Black Lives Matter is lucky that no one has, you know, no one has been killed or or gotten serious. I mean, people, some people have been killed at protests, but like what I mean is in terms of, of things be snowballing into a larger narrative that can then be blamed on the protests themselves. And then, you know, it gives the entire thing this like this bad name. We're really lucky that hasn't happened, and I think you're right when when you say that we kind of dance on the edge of a knife because it's like, yo, know, that could if the longer this shit goes on, the longer that you know it these these kind of unruly moments happen and and the police are feel you know uh, compelled to like fuck with people, yo, know, the, the potential for that is every single day that that some innocent bystander gets hurt in this and now the entire thing is a bad name and who does that make look good? Donald J. Trump. But the weird the weird thing about it is like my place is that you know, you're making him look stronger or you're making him look more you know you're making him look less unreasonable and that gives him a better chance to win but honestly I think for a lot of these people they don't even the poly, the, the election is like an afterthought I don't even I don't these people don't want Joe Biden to win they don't they like I like, I genuinely believe they that they, they don't actually want this guy
3: yeah, I don't think they want them at all. I, I I, think that they, listen, there's leadership, whether or not they recognize themselves to be, there's leadership in movements that can maybe see a big picture. And there's a couple real intellectuals in any movement who might guess at the big picture. But the rank and file, like the person that just, I mean, let's just call it like we see it, right? Like there's people that feel very passionate on the subject. And then there's people that are bored as shit and feel pretty strongly on the subject. And there's a world of difference between those two people. Yeah. You know, yeah. It, it, it's, uh, it, it's, it's not to say that the person that just feels strongly and is bored as shit is wrong to go to a protest. I think that, you know, that, that it's, it doesn't even matter if I agree with the sentiment or not. It's your fucking right. So exercise it. I'm fine. Whatever. There's no fucking judgments from me. But there's that person is not seen November and they're not seen 10 years from now either. And that's why I think that people are really fucking up because they fear the judgment of very short term thinkers. They fear the judgment of people that uh, I mean, listen, who was it? Angela Davis that was saying, yeah, we got to vote Biden. And people, and I, because she's so respected, people just rolled with it, but had anybody else said that? Like, imagine somebody that people are totally ambivalent to, like right. if Trevor Noah you know, had said, we got to vote for Biden. People would be like, you fucking rich centrist scumbag. Ben Affleck. Oh yeah. Oh God. <laughs> yeah, I mean, they'd be like, they'd be like, Oh, let's do some, let's do a little, uh. What do they call it? Uh, uh op spec or whatever, wh- whatever it is, where you fucking look into people's shit and try to meet to them, like they would do that for that dude in a fucking heartbeat. That's why he doesn't have opinions. You know what I mean? So it, it's uh, yeah, but look, uh, I mean, it's only the people that are seeing the long term that are even. Thi- There's people that don't. And you're talking to me, the guy who says that elections are a sham and that he doesn't give a fuck about who wins. He doesn't even give a fuck about who votes. I don't I don't care about anything. I'm voting Jill, Jill Stein. For, e- from every election from now until the day I die, I'm just voting Jill Stein. And so I don't give a fuck. But I, I think that most people are going to give a fuck the day after. You know? <laughs>
2: For <laughs> fucking like, sure. So it's going to be...
3: If if Trump wins, it's going to be Brexit again where people wake up and go, "Ow, yeah, what did I do? What 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 happened? Why was I I wasn't paying attention? Ah." This is
2: the thing. It's because
3: if Trump wins
1: again, it's not because no, no. Sorry. Let me rephrase that. If Trump loses, it's not because a single person learned the lessons of last time.
3: I mean, if, if Trump wins, I personally do not believe it is because the majority of the country loves Trump. Right. I think it is because there seems to be a concerted effort on the Democrat side to lose at every opportunity available.
1: Yeah. They're the next. You know,
3: so they love it. They're, they're hooked They're yeah. generals. They can't get enough. Yeah. So, uh, I don't know. I, I I'm, I think it's going to be Biden. this this is a very lukewarm take. I think it's going to be Biden. I take your position that I am also not going to be particularly shocked if it is not Biden.
2: No, Uh, And I think
3: that people, people that are looking at it, looking at the polling data uh, would be well advised to remember the last election.
1: Yes. And, and, and a lot can fucking happen between now and then. So, you don't know. I mean, really to really, it's, it's kind of a catch 22 because it's like, for For me to for me to see Trump having a real shot, I think things need to drastically improve. And while I would very much like things to drastically improve, i I don't think they will between now and November. Um, I think we're gonna continue to live the same day every single day that we have been since March. Um, so in in that sense, you know, if nothing cataclysmic happens or good or bad, it looks like he's going to shit the bed. Um, do we want to take them the bait on his uh, him floating out there? The uh, him's, you know, him saying, uh, how about we delay the election?
3: They already it on that. Um, and, like, can he do it? No, 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 no. There's no mechanism for him to do so.
1: But but the this thing is, is, the thing is, and this is someone who's ill informed, as you know, as everyone should know by now. Yo, he does mad shit. And no one fucking questions him at any turn. Like he's done so many things that people are like, he can't do that. And then he just yeah. does it and no one does anything about it.
3: you can thank Obama for that.
1: Thanks Obama.
3: Yeah. So, so, uh, yeah, the, the, uh, extending of, uh, executive privileges, uh, to the point that, uh, the president uh, at times feels like a King. Uh, you can blame the last two presidents for that bullshit. Yeah. So, um, do I uh, think I don't listen. I, I, this is not one. I know that there's people that are very paranoid about this. Um, I, I don't see any chance of that happening. I see a chance that he says he won't leave. I think that that's very likely. Yeah. What if he I,
1: loses? And then what happens between, cause there's three months where he still sits his fat ass is still going to sit in the office and Biden's going to, you know, think about, Oh God, I have to actually do this now.
3: Um, Right. And, and a a lame, a lame duck president shouldn't have the ability to do much except, uh, very likely there's going to be some spiteful, there's going to be people that are enabling that circumstance. So I think he's more dangerous than any lame duck president ever has been, you know, like, I, I think it could be very bad. Uh, but I'm not. And I also think that he'll attempt to dismantle. He's going to rip up the railroad tracks uh, while he retreats out of, uh, you know, it's at the very least. Yeah. He's not going to make it easy. So, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm not looking forward to those three months. I think it'll be a disaster zone, but, uh, you know, I, I'm not worried about him not ceding power to, to a democratically elected Biden. (laughs)
1: You know, I don't, I really don't fucking know, man. I mean, you know, there's resist bots who will be like, he's gonna, it's gonna be crystal knot. It's going to be the burning of the Reichstag. You know, he's going to stage a thing where he'll have to claim power. Yo, yo, It's really funny watching like resist bots kind of wait, like wobble between he's totally incompetent and can't do anything. What a moron. And he's the most sinister evil mastermind of all time. It's like constantly a ping pong between those two things. I'm of the belief. I don't think he has the foresight or the, or the, or the, the, the intelligence to pull off something like that. So I, I, I really doubt it. And maybe I'll sound stupid if it does happen, but that's whatever. Um, I can do, I can tell you one thing though, if he does become, you know, dictator for life, you know, whose fault it's going to be, right? Jill Stein. No, it's Kanye West. It'll be us for not canceling him. Oh, is that what it is? If, that's what. That's what everyone's gonna like. If if that actually happens, the blame game will start, and it'll be like, "This is this is what happens when no one takes it seriously. This is what happens with like that's who's gonna get. You know what I mean? That's gonna be the rhetoric."
3: Oh, my! I mean, my favorite moment of the last few years when Trump won, and people, people just that was the best moment of totally unthinking blame outward extending blame in every direction with no focus whatsoever. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. It was Jill Stein. It was white women. It, it, it was minors. It was, yeah, I mean, it was, it was all it like, it was all these people. Everybody was the to electoral blame.
1: college. It was the comedians.
3: Oh yeah. 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 It was a normalizing. Jimmy yeah. Fallon did this. Yeah. Jimmy, Jimmy Fallon. When Jimmy, when Jimmy
1: Fallon tussled his hair, he became president.
3: Yeah, it's like listen, um, the idea that people couldn't just understand that, hey, this dude sp- was speaking some people's language, and the people whose language he wasn't speaking didn't come out in enough number. You know yeah. what I mean? Like that's that's it. Like it's it's yeah. really <laughs> what is there to understand? Wait, 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 you know wait! I, I mean? thought it was Putin. Oh right, right, right. Sorry. Yes, it was. Yes, it yes, was, it was the memes. The memes are what did it. Yeah. Yes. Uh, bots. Uh, uh Facebook did this. um We've we normalized. You know what God. I'm what a f- miserable still, era. People still people still fall let's go
1: back to that sometimes. The like Russian, the the rush the the Russians hacked the election. Yo, what the fuck does that mean? No one can explain it to me. No, nobody can explain. Did it. they hack the machines? Did they change the vote? From what I can tell they use dummy twitter accounts to post stupid memes which may have convinced morons to vote for trump is that what they mean by hack the election yeah yeah they hacked that's it. so fucking stupid
3: no 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 eric they hacked it
1: if your system is that fragile if you if you're that and you and if you're that lazy that you can't combat obviously fake memes you don't deserve to win
3: mm. Yeah, 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 yeah. Eric, <laughs> you sound like a real MAGA guy right now, man. It's my MAGA uh, moment. We haven't had one of those in a while. <laughs> if, if no,
1: seriously, if they if they're saying Russia fixed the election by posting a meme that said, I'm the pope and I like Trump. And then people in the Midwest went, oh, look at that. The pope loves Trump. I'm going to vote Trump. And that's why he won. Yo that's so razor thin that's such like a nonsense thing to me that's so stupid because it's it suggests that a like enough people believed stupid meme b stupid people are not responsible for for their own choices in life you know what i mean like and c that that russia can now like fuck we should be able to to swing any election Because anyone can make a stupid fucking obviously false meme.
3: Eric, it feels like you're like truly just a puppet of that autocrat oligarch Putin. I wish, man.
1: No, you know what? You know what just happened? There was a time schism and Eric from 2017 just popped out. (laughs) Talking about old shit. Uh,
3: Yeah. Listen, Eric... I am. I'm going to steal myself. I may have lost for the blame. Oh, oop, oop. I'm going to ready my. I, I, I'm going to ready myself. I'm going to take the position. I'm going to. I'm going to be. Whose Wi-Fi do we blame now? Is it your Wi-Fi comes. shitting the bed, or is it mine? Because last time I was so knocked. I was. I was knocked backwards by how stupid that first month and a half was. It was really mind blowing how people scrambled to justify their, their longstanding narrative that crumbled (laughs) and it, it, uh, I, this time I'm not going to be caught on my heels. I'm, I'm, I'm ready. I'm, I'm excited. Jill Jill Stein 2020.
1: I don't, I don't even know. I like, I can't even fathom what the fallout's going to be. Like if Biden wins, what's even the reaction? I can't, There's not going to be a giant celebration, but there's also it's not going to be like it can't be the major disappointment. You know what I mean? Either. Really? Like, it's I don't even know what that next day is
3: going to be. Maybe maybe people are going to. Here's my guess. People online are going to be like, "Okay, guys, this is just step one. Keep the pressure up. And then everybody goes to their back porch has a lemonade and relaxes and doesn't keep the pressure up.
1: (laughs) No, probably not. Um, I see it a couple ways, right? There's going to be a lot of like right wing, uh, kind of, you know, kind of the new, right? Like think, you know, like, um, the, um, who's that guy, Ben Shapiro people that are going to be like, yeah, he lost. Yeah. Kind of sucks. Um, I guess we got Biden now. We'll see how he does. There's going to be that there's going to be Twitter left. That's going to be, so we have Biden now, but it's, we're still, but look at all the bad things he said. He's not, we have barely made a st- It's going to be, there's going to be indignation on that. He hair. Yeah. There's going to be, there's going to be resist bots that go. Yeah. They're going to be the most excited. The resist bots, the, the like media, yes, yes. like liberal, like people are going to be like partying in the street because Trump's gone and everything's okay now. Um, and then there's just going to be the rest of the country. People like us that are just going to be like, eh, all right, I guess (laughs) it's going to be
3: a lot of, all right, I guess. Yeah. I mean, that's
1: really the only reasonable reaction. It's just going to be like, eh, yeah. All right. I mean, this was the best possible outcome, I guess. Another day on earth. Yeah, exactly. I'm going to go, I'm going to go out back and have a lemonade.
3: Uh, uh, Yeah. Are you excited or no? For a Biden presidency? Um, no, for the election.
1: For what? For the election. Oh, for the election. Well, we have to We have to come up. We have to start producing our, our own. We, we're going to do, maybe it'll be our first foray into, into live streaming.
3: Oh, there's going to be so much competition that day. There will I,
1: be. There will be.
3: But yeah, we should. We should.
1: We should give it a try anyway. I mean, what do we do? Do we want to do just the two of us? Should we should we have like Mike and Diego or something? I mean, we we will probably be in. Hopefully we'll be in Los Angeles at that point.
3: That's true. Um,
1: is there any like is, is there any like Z list celebrity that we can get to just come? Uh, hang
3: Bri- Brian Callen might be
1: available. <laughs> we didn't talk about him yet. Do we want to go into what happened with him?
3: No, nah, he's just got like a uh like a bunch of allegations. They're they're all pretty old. There's one that's like rape and then the others are kind of they're kind of not rape. Um they're more like this dude did something inappropriate unless we were in a relationship in which case maybe it wasn't that inappropriate depending on our dynamic. I, I listen, there's a, there's one that is a very serious allegation and he's, he came out immediately and denied it. Um, here's what I think is interesting. I think it's interesting that the press clearly went looking for multiple allegations about a guy. Uh, Um, he's not a politician. And these claims are, I think two of them are incredibly old, not incredibly old. Listen, whatever. If that, if it actually happened, I guess there's no too old, but, but it's, they're, they're not new claims. Right. And, and, uh, it's, it's interesting to me. My radar goes up for this because there was an instance that was debunked where, where someone went and tried to find multiple accusers. And when they couldn't, they kind of prodded people into, into allegations that aren't the same as abuse. Right. So like, it just seems like if you have a rape allegation, then these other things are attempting to discredit him, but aren't in and of themselves allegations. Mm. So that sort of stuff makes me, It makes me suspicious because when the media gets involved with the purpose of taking, taking down a a private citizen, not a politician, I'm always curious why that might be Mm. right now. I, I don't necessarily subscribe to the, the narrative that is popping up, which is that, uh, nobody can get to Rogan. Right. So. Rogan's kept his nose clean enough, or if you are going to be cynical, maybe maybe paid off people that had grievances with him. Who knows, you know? Uh, and has been married and apparently faithful enough, or, or quiet enough, right, for a long enough time that these sort of things aren't. They haven't been able to jam him up with this, and they've been really unsuccessful jamming him up on the culture war stuff. They would like to get rid of Rogan if they could. They would love it. it, yeah. it there's people that it's, for people that think that this is crazy. Let me just explain to you. I work in comics, which is a, there's no victory. Your victory is to make a hundred grand. If, if you do, if you jump through every hoop and, and debase yourself, there's, there's no real victory. There's three guys that are worth a million dollars. Everybody else is, is, is a worm, right? Making under 60 to fucking be shit on all day by corporate superstructures. So even in that, even in that, there are people who spend their entire day trying to destroy strangers because they see a victory in it. Right? So, they become fixated. They pick a target and then they go at them. And this is on both sides, by the way, of whatever political divide we pretend exists. Right. Uh, and it is. So the idea that some, the idea that there's not at least a few hundred people that are collaborating with the effort of trying to actively destroy Joe Rogan is nonsense. That's 100% happening. Yes. <laughs> so, uh, it's not inconceivable to me, that they would have some involvement in this sort of thing, right? Uh, kind of like uh, building a guilty by association argument against Rogan. Yeah, I don't see it as an incredibly far-reaching conspiracy, but I think dismissing it is also foolish.
1: Yeah. Oh, I mean, come on. I, well, I I think it's. It's not just foolish. It's like naive. It's like a, it's like a really fundamental misunderstanding of like people and like competitiveness and like just like these industries. I mean, like I get you know I get that most people are not in that world, but like yo, it's it's slimy. Like any any form, any anything you know, any specialized sort of like niche like industry like that. Um, especially when you know the reward. Uh, at the end. I mean, not some comics is a weird one, but that one, you know, is like kind of more like that one's so nerdy that it's, it's own that being successful in it is its own reward. But especially like media is just so it's so fucking slimy. And it's like when a dude can like create his own thing and from that become, be more influential than, than, than press outlets that have been on top for like a hundred years you know when Joe Rogan's endorsement means more than sixty minutes, yo. A lot of people want the guy gone. They don't like that.
3: You know. Yeah, precise.
1: So and 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 it's and it's you Percent. know it's because he is he has been able to basically he hopped the fence of the pearly gates in a way he he hopped he snuck into Mount Olympus because typically. You know, before you know, up until only about ten years ago, the only way you can become famous in in, in any regard, really, um, is is through you know. There's gatekeepers. There's gatekeepers yo. If there's gatekeepers to hardcore, imagine the gatekeepers to to uh, you know media, TV, and f- film fame. Like that's some real fucking strict shit. And the fact that people can now do their own shit, they can do for self and hop the gates to, 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 uh, to Valhalla. It really, it fucks with people's sense of authority and entitlement and, and, and status. And they don't like that. So yeah, Yeah. if Joe, if Joe, if if Joe Rogan had any skeletons in his closet, yo, I, I wouldn't doubt that they have people following the fucking guy waiting for him to duck into a fucking suck and fuck club. Like they don't want that. You know, they, they want to destroy anyone that has that, that they didn't allow, get it like and you just that's just the fucking reality of the shit man that's just how this fucking the industry works
3: gunning for joe gunning so, for so joe. you're team callen then
1: i don't know what the i have no idea what is I, I don't know who he is i don't know what happens w- what does he do what is he a podcast guy
3: yeah pretty a huge podcast guy actually um he does uh the fighter and the kid. So uh, here's a corner of the internet that I urge everybody to go to. Um, people that hate Chris D'Elia also really hate Brendan Schaub. And Brendan Schaub is the co-host of the fighter and the kid. He started as a fighter. Now he is a comedian and people fucking hate to see someone rise They're, they're willing, they're really willing to watch it happen with nepotism, which I think is fucking bizarre. Like the Jenners, like you look at that and you're like, wait, why there's one of these girls that's straight up ugly. Why are we, why are we doing this? And, and people, people, people don't care. People love nepotism. People love political dynasties. People love all this nonsense. But if you get there on favoritism, people are going to fucking hate you. And Brendan Schaub by any standard, I don't know if he's funny or not. I've never watched his stand-up. He's a, he's a totally affable, uh, uh, uh radio personality. There's nothing. He, he does his job. Well, I have no idea if he's funny, but, uh, they hate him. And if you want to go on the internet and just look up or go on YouTube and look up Brendan Schaub, uh, There's takedown videos where people devote hours to trying to discredit him and, and it's really not worth their time because he doesn't, he's very honest about his come up story, which is, I started opening for my friend who is successful and then I became successful and it's lit. I'm, I'm a millionaire (laughs) now. I think it's so cool. Um, so I think that that's. Uh, you know uh, it, 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 he it, callen is on that show and he's also on a television show he was on a television show i forget it's like one of those like you know uh, nbc shows that's on or it would be more like an abc show like an abc show yeah precisely and uh you know he's just one of these comedians that's somewhat edgy but does the of an older st- style uh, who does the sitcom thing when he needs to, or the com- comedy drama thing when he needs to uh, for money. And it's worked out well for him the last few years. Uh, he's really successful. And this look, everybody. If you got like a real thing where you think that every rape claim is is true and that you are like you know you got a, like a real fucked up you, you, you're fucked you you got a TBI and your your brain don't work right and you think that people always tell the truth like you know I mean Emmett Till would would like a word with you but but yeah. if you're if you're one of those people then uh nothing I say is going to indemnify uh, uh Brian Callen who eh, I could see where somebody would think he's a douche I could see it. I don't agree with that. Um, but I think anybody should be worried that the type of Ronan Farrow journalism of assembling as many people as you can behind the scenes to ruin somebody should be used to ruin the right people. I don't know if that's Brian Callan. But I would urge everybody to pause and ask themselves honestly in your heart if you think that, that th- there's – I just don't know if there's as many Weinsteins as, as the media wants you to believe right now. I just don't know.
1: I, I, think, I, I think there are – there's more – there's definitely more than one Weinstein, but I don't think we know who they are, right? Like uh, they're, they, I don't think they're public-facing.
3: Uh, uh, yes. Uh, well, uh, that's a fact. Yes, you're right. Uh, uh, that it's much more believable that there's a ton of Weinsteins, but they are – nobody knows their name, right? Uh, 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 you know, their, their, their assistants know their name and the guy directly under them knows their name and everybody else just says, Oh yeah. The, the scary boss you mean. Right. Yeah. So that's, that, that's possible. Yeah. But and I also just, I just uh, forget entertainment
1: industry for a second with probably a Weinstein of, of, uh, lumber. Yeah. You know, there's, there's probably a Weinstein of, uh, you
3: know, uh, England, uh trucking and towing company. Yeah, yeah. Precisely. And, uh, but so listen, it, it's just, I don't know. I, I I just, I'm always concerned when the media is, is obviously intending to destroy somebody. I just want to make sure that that concerted effort is based on something, you know, I just want to make sure. And, uh, hereby saying this, Eric, I have, I've opened us up to the media glare. The eye of Sauron is now on us. Did you, did you touch a boob in eighth grade?
1: Oh, probably not till like ninth or 10th grade. Yeah, no worries. Right. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, I, I, you know, you, you've said it a couple of times, being a public facing person right now seems like such a stressful prospect because like your entire life is up for scrutin- scrutiny um, so at least in regards to our podcast, I'm kind of glad we're not bigger than we are because it just seems so fucking stress. I mean, the money would be nice, but it just seems so fucking stressful. You know, like how do these like even like even if you know you have a squeaky clean whatever, you know, even if you know that like you've never wronged anyone, anybody in a, in a serious manner, if you're people that if you're someone that speaks about these things, if you're, if you're what we do, or even if you're just like an edgy comic, if you're the come town guys, how do you not live every single day thinking, Hmm, I wonder if some fucking 20 year olds going to like try and like get the mob to come after me today.
3: Oh, well those guys have, have man, they've built their ramparts high by, by basically by owning it as much as possible. Right. So, So it would take like, it would take a really nasty claim allegation against them. It, it would it cannot be anything they've said, because they've taken it upon themselves to say everything. Yeah. So well. so, so that it's the same thing with Kumia. It's like you you've got to get these dudes on something else. It would be like getting Artie Lang. You know, like yeah. What can you get a guy who who has said it all? You can't. And that's that's actually Eric. That's where I. That's why I always. I'm the soft version of this because I have no desire to say the N word, but I am just content to let people think that I have in my life because if, if that's out there and I can just say to you, Hey, any bad word that you believe exists that a person can say, just assume that I have said it. And if that mitigates how you feel about me or you no longer feel comfortable uh, listening to me, then please push on. Yeah. If, I think by, that's my soft version of that where like, I don't, I mean, maybe it'd be more, be more fun to, you know, say, say fun words, you know, but, but like m- my version of this is to just be like, Hey, everybody, if you get me mad enough, I will straight up say that F word. You know what I mean? Like if you, if you step to me in, in a real life setting, you're going to get that word out of me. If you step to me, you know what the, the funny thing is, is like, like I don't, <sighs> What else how my train of funny thought? would that be if that's how we got canceled? If somebody just had their their phone out and was like, "Hey, step to Patrick."
2: Step. I mean, <laughs>
1: that, that then we'd really mirror Opie and Anthony because then, yes. then that, that that's that's the real takeaway from that. Um, no, I just, I don't know. It the, the whole thing just just it just weirds me out. I mean, like I don't I don't even understand the brain of someone that needs to take to the internet to like. G- crusade against other people like I why would you even why w- why do that I don't understand it oh I, I mean come on I. I just I don't like I've never felt compelled to like I must I must go after this person like it, it's like I'm not Bruce Willis like I just don't I just don't get it
3: No. I mean, even people that I want to like fucking smash their skulls open, I'm going to wait till I see them. It's not like, I I think that you lower yourself so much. Like, listen, this is where I get killed and I got to go get a massage in a minute. So I, this is a weird vibe to end on, but like, Hey, those of you that have been through hell, I'm not here to judge you on how you fucking pursue your grievance. You know what I mean? I would say that I don't see very much justice going on. So but if you can just be honest and say it's a grievance that I need addressed in some way, I think that that's totally fair. Everybody, everybody does that to a degree. But what I'll say is if, if you're chasing something after 10 years, I, th- I think I think that there needs to be some self-reflection on what, why that might be. It, it because yeah because I don't know Brian Callen Brian Callen might have raped somebody fucking 1999 I I don't know but I would never presume he's the same person that he was then
1: sure
3: I, I wouldn't presume that at all There's a person that hurt me that I uh, that my hope is that they are just a completely different person by the time I catch up with them. Do you, do you know what i'm saying like, like like that's my hope my hope is not that they're in the same place that where i want to to, to uh, write myself on them you know yeah. like it, it, my hope is that they're in a completely different place they offer me a sincere apology and the world keeps turning you know yeah. I, I i i and i guess i can say this as a person that's been like very seriously wrong by a situation like uh, you know I, I everybody always reaches for the hey you don't know what it's like because you don't know blah, blah. I mean, maybe i do more than you think So with that in mind, like, yo, I I want people to not be the person that they were when they harmed me. I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't want that. I I, I, I want them to be something else. And I, I I don't know. I I just think that like, if I'm still on this shit in 10 years, I'm going to think, oh, okay. What, what's happening here? Like, what, how can I work on myself? Because this is not it. This is not going to do it. You know what really just, like, makes me sad, though?
1: Like, this, this, you can hear it in my voice. I'm getting sad thinking about it. Like, do you ever just look at Twitter and just think, do you just feel like, do you ever just feel like an island? Oh, yeah. Like, it makes me so sad, man. Like, I see all these people anywhere. Like, you know, a, a social media, you know, a, you know, acquaintances you know, like people that I know in real life and I, and I see, I see things and I'm just like, damn, like, I, I don't know. I, I just, I, I feel like I'm, I, I, like I can't relate to people. Like it, 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 it's really sad.
3: Yeah. Well, think about it, Eric. This is, so social media atomizes, uh, it it makes us uh, feel alienated and, and apart from each other. And then the only way, the only salve for that is to join a mob which provides like just a a short moment of feeling like you're not completely atomized. I, I would, I would argue based on the fact that I only leave my garage to record vocals that I'm probably more comfortable being atomized than some people. But I think that there's a lot of people who between the lockdown and, and like existing on social media, which is a inherently alienating space that, they feel profoundly lonely and need to be recognized. They need their existence recognized right now, or they're, they feel like they're dying. They feel like they're drowning. And I, I, I think that this lockdown needs to end for that reason more than any other. (laughs) So uh, I don't think I'm getting my wish anytime soon though. I mean, you know, and we can end on this, but we, we've talked about it before.
1: It's just like some, your fellow man that you see out there on Twitter, like the, these, these people, like, yo. in reality, if it was 30 years ago, if it was 20 years ago, we wouldn't know these things about each other. We wouldn't know, you know, our deepest convictions and our, and, and the things that really, you know, these, these, these personal beliefs that really are what set us apart. Like they're just a person walking down the street. You know, I don't know that the lady walking down the street skins cats for a living until I friend her on Facebook and see her skin cat collection. Maybe I shouldn't have known that. Maybe I should just know, maybe I should just see this person as my equal and my, my fellow countrymen and my, 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 my equal in this world. And like, and that's it, you know? And like, it just, maybe that's why I feel so fucking lonely when I look at Twitter. Cause I'm like, damn,
3: these, I don't, who are these people? These are not, these are not my people. I say it all the time. We were not supposed to know how shitty we were,
1: right? We're we're all like unrepentant shitbags, apparently. Like that's because that's all I fucking see. It's crazy. It's fucking yeah. crazy. Anyway, I don't know. Do you have Do you have any words for for um? So uh, Bill Bill might be getting wrapped up in a thing again. Bill Clinton. She's
3: dead long before
1: that. You think? I, well, I don't know. They unsealed some shit today, and it mentions him by name.
3: Listen, Bill, Matt Groening, uh, Jim Henson—they, all these people are tap dancing out of this. Some of them because they're dead, uh, are t- are tap dancing out of this uh, unscathed. Bill has had three separate rape allegations. He's he's from a different era. He's grandfathered into raping.
1: Oh, is that it? Yeah, he's he's grandpa rape.
3: Yeah, he, he he's not. There's no jamming Bill up.
1: Mm. Um, you know what's interesting is the fact that his name was not redacted. And apparently I didn't see the actual documents themselves. Apparently there's a slew of names that were. So it's like if you weren't. Yeah. So who are the fuck are those people? It's got to all be famous people, right?
3: Because what other reason would they have to be redacted? I honestly, I think I would think that they would have to be working for the government
1: or that. Yeah. Either working for the government or they're a public facing figure. Like I don't, you know, because if it's you know if they un if they if they unwrap one of the names and it's uh it's uh Michael Rodriguez, you know from the Bronx, it's like, well, I don't like what what reason would you have? There there has to be a reason to redacting someone's name.
3: Uh, yeah they they are a operative, or it's Ellen DeGeneres. Oh, we got fuck. I gotta go, but otherwise we should talk about Ellen.
1: All right, we'll uh, maybe we'll uh, we'll we'll record a little something. Uh, during the week or something. We'll do a little bit.
3: Everybody that liked the, 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 did our uh, video
1: get good, good feedback. Is that what I heard? Yeah. Our video got great. Everyone's liking the video. Every listen, everyone, you know, the deal with this podcast, you got to hit the Patreon. Um, if you want to be a true supporter of what we do, um, we just put up, we did, uh, we did our first foray into, uh, videos and and video content. We did a little nice little Q and a, And it was a big hit. The people love it. We, you know, people on Patreon are going nuts. So, you know, listen, you're a smart person. You want to have good things in your life. Go to Patreon.com/slash Worst Possible Timeline, and there's a ton of content on there that will edify your life, and you'll you'll feel great knowing that your money went to something awesome, and you will be enriched with with great content. Uh, Really, honestly, some people even say, many people are saying. Uh, that the content on the Patreon is even better than what we do here. So really if you like what we do here, get on there and 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 you know and 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 fulfill
3: your your life. Well said. Uh everybody, uh Ellen I see we need more women in office. So I'm going Ellen Gislaine. <laughs> twenty twenty. There you go. Yeah. Be good, everybody. Yeah, be
1: good. Hit the Twitter at WP Timeline. Hit the Patreon. We'll catch you next time.